Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Friday, February 17th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The U.S.'s top military official says more defense spending may be in the cards. Nigeria's young voters could be crucial in a big election later this month. And then we'll talk balloons with FT Science editor Clive Cookson. It turns out that there's much more up there than people had realized. But first, a leadership change at YouTube. I'm Sonia Hudson, in for Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. YouTube's chief executive, Susan Wojcicki, is leaving. Wojcicki has been a fixture at the company. She first joined Google as employee number 16 in 1999. Google would soon buy YouTube for a billion and a half dollars. Last year, the video sharing site made more than $29 billion. Wojcicki oversaw YouTube's growth into an entertainment juggernaut. Yesterday, she said she's stepping back to focus on her family, her health, and personal projects. She'll be replaced by YouTube's current head of product, Neil Mohan. The U.S. Defense Department may need to boost spending because ammunition has been used up so quickly in the war in Ukraine. That's according to the top U.S. military official, General Mark Milley. He spoke with the FT's U.S. foreign affairs and defense correspondent, Felicia Schwartz. She told us it's not clear how big any increase would be. I think that's something that the Pentagon is trying to figure out right now. I mean, the Biden administration's budget request will come out in the next few weeks and we might have a sense. But I also think it's like not necessarily just this year, but over time, I think the whole the defense industry as a whole is rethinking its peacetime footing and not just in the U.S. I mean, especially in Europe, you know, some countries, their stockpiles are kind of bare. That's the FT's U.S. foreign affairs and defense correspondent, Felicia Schwartz. Nigeria is a week away from presidential and parliamentary elections, and candidates are working the campaign trail and the media. Education, healthcare, infrastructure, growth development. The biggest voting block in the February 25th election is young people ages 18 to 34. They make up almost 40% of the electorate. The FT's West Africa correspondent Anu Adioye says young Nigerians are the ones who have been most affected by the tough economic climate. And that cuts across various sectors. The most out-of-school children anywhere in the world are in Nigeria. The unemployment rate among young people is almost 50%, right? So you can see just how much young Nigerians are being left behind. You have people who are the prime of their productivity cannot find jobs or cannot find work that suits their skill level. Um, And so people are really frustrated. Anu, how are candidates trying to appeal to young voters and win their votes? You have Bola Tinubu of the ruling All Progressives Congress, who has said that he's going to lend the helping hand to tech startups in Nigeria. Tech startups have been a rare bright spot in the Nigerian economy of late. And you also have opposition candidate Atiku Abubakar, who has said that he's going to create jobs 
to try and stem the the flow of young Nigerians out of the country because over the past two to three years, there's been this concerted emigration of basically Nigeria's best and brightest minds. Is there any candidate that seems to be a front runner or especially popular among young voters? I mean, uh, the person who is most likely to benefit from youth involvement is the man called Peter Obi of the Labour Party who is a sprightly 61-year-old, which is young compared to the 70- and 76-year-old candidates he's running against. And he's been the one who has captured the imagination of most young people because they see him, despite being a former governor, as outside of the political elite, which is all relative. The young people rooting for him actually have been the ones who have put out videos, uh, put out messaging. There are some people who have recorded songs to support his candidacy. So I want to ask, if 40% of the electorate is this younger demographic, that's a lot, how many of them actually end up voting, though? That's the big question, right? Because it's one thing for... 40% to be registered voters, it's another thing for them to come out to vote on election day. And Nigerian elections have been plagued by low voter turnout in in recent years. So that's what the parties, uh, especially the Labour Party, which is largely uh, hoping to get most of these youth votes, is is trying to drum up the numbers for people to come out to vote on election day. So I think it's really important for turnout to be high for parties relying on the youth vote to stand a realistic chance of, of winning. Anu Adeoye is the FT's West Africa correspondent. There's been a lot of news happening in the layer of sky that's above commercial aircraft cruising height, but below satellite orbits. It's in this layer, 20 kilometers above the ground, that a big white Chinese balloon floated over U.S. territory earlier this month and inflamed diplomatic tensions. The U.S. eventually shot it down, and after that, several other floating objects were also spotted and shot down. But the FT's Clive Cookson says there's a lot else up there that doesn't get as much attention. It turns out that there's much more up there than people had realized. Every year, 600,000 weather balloons are released worldwide. They rise gently through the atmosphere, taking measurements of pressure, humidity, temperature, till they get to 36 kilometers, and that is mega high, halfway to space. And then they pop, and they float gently back to Earth on a parachute. And these weather balloons seem to be the things that go up most frequently. So these spy balloons became dinner table conversations over the past couple of weeks. Can we assume that U.S. military officials have been onto them for a little longer than that? I think they always recognize them, but that recognition has now become public knowledge. And then the fact that one floated so obviously across the continental U.S. and was spotted, suddenly it came to public attention. But we should remember that there's really nothing new about using these very high-altitude balloons 
the surveillance. The Americans themselves did it way back in the 1950s to sort of have a look at what was going on in the Soviet Union. When it comes to military uses for these balloons, how are they used differently from, say, satellites? It is mainly all sorts of intelligence gathering. You can't steer these balloons, but they move slowly over what you want to spy on, if we want to use that word. Whereas the satellites, which are used for surveillance much higher up, whiz around the Earth on their orbits. So you can't look at one place in the same way. So Clive, I have to ask, is it possible that any of these UFOs come from an alien culture? I've seen some speculation about that online. So have I. And I asked a scientist who specializes in extraterrestrial life looking for it. And he said, zero percent. Sorry, Sonia. All right. All right. I'll get over it eventually. That's the FT's science editor, Clive Cookson. Thanks, Clive. Thanks. You can read more on all these stories at ft.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Fiona Simon, Mark Filipino, and me, Sonia Hudson. Our editor is Jess Smith. We had help this week from David De Silva, Michael Lello, and Gavin Coleman. Our executive producer is Topher Forhez. Cheryl Brumley is the FT's global head of audio, and our theme song is by Metaphor Music. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.